Good morning and welcome to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. The show that takes a look at the events and what's happening all around Putnam County, as well as interviews with local, community, and business leaders. And now, sharing his insights and experience, here's Today in Putnam County with County Mayor Randy Porter. Thanks, Philip Gibbons, and thank you for joining us today. Hope you're having a great weekend. This week's show is about manufacturing businesses in our community. we got multiple success stories in the studio this morning that we're going to talk about. Economic development and manufacturing are a big deal in our community and our country. Being mayor, I get to be involved with these deals and see what goes on behind the scenes to bring a new company here or to see an expansion of an existing company. My guests this week, they've been involved with all of these. David and Lisa Urick, owners of Franklin Fixtures and U.S. Pillars. Cameron Rudd, he's the chief operating officer of Horman North America. And Zach Buckner. He is the director of marketing for Horman. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Have you all on the show? This is uh, we spent some time together over the last couple of weeks and uh, talking about the great business success stories that you all have to share. And uh, we're going to talk about some of those this morning. And uh, and I just, I'm so thankful for y'all to be on the show and, and to be able to share those because I think our listeners they see an announcement about a new business and it's coming here and and they think oh wow but they don't know all the backstory behind that and I. I think that's what's so interesting about uh, your companies and, and how that all started. So, David and Lisa, I, I want to start with you. Looking back at your history, you two got married what back in 2014 or so, and, yeah. and both of you had great careers uh, working with businesses, manufacturing, and uh, Newlyweds, here you are. Lisa, you're a Cookville native, worked for 30 years and kind of manufacturing transformation. David, you're a Philadelphia native, uh, 35 years in manufacturing innovation. Tell us about out what intrigued you or, or how the process happened of you two getting married and then wanting to bring Franklin fixtures here? How did that all start? Well, we love manufacturing and we think it's very exciting and it's one of the most making things, transforming things. And so Dave and I have spent our lives and careers in that and we were working together. We worked together for almost 20, well, 22 years ago I took his picture. So wow. it's been a long before time. You got so long before we knew and then we worked together for a long time and then we knew we wanted to do that for the rest of our lives. And when we got, came together, it was sort of late in life and we felt like we had been given such a gift and we prayed about it and we're like, what's the biggest thing we can think of to do? And at the time, we really needed jobs in Putnam County, especially and well, White County, we were closing a plant, unfortunately, that we were working for and it was a top performing plant. It didn't need to be closed. And the company, it was a part of a much larger strategy. So it just was part of the fallout. And we saw 24, 200 people in the you know the supply chain get affected and it really broke our hearts oh, wow. and we were like what can we do about that and we started working on what is now the Highlands Economic Development Initiative as wow. part of the workforce development and we thought of like seven good ideas like an eighth grade career fair and Tennessee Scholar and Tennessee Reconnect all these things but the You're ninth the brainchild of all that well it was a group of people yeah. but we were in it yeah. and mm-hmm. and the ninth idea happened on our back porch and it was Dave saying why do we wait for businesses to come to this area, why don't we go find one that could benefit from a relocation? Because every week in America, a small manufacturing business that is thriving is closing because a baby boomer is retiring. So there's 300 of them that we're losing every week or more. And this one was one we found in Cape Cod called Franklin Fixtures, and it made bookshelves for book 
bookstores and libraries. And we fell in love with the whole idea because, I mean, they, they even have pictures in the movie You've Got Mail. So, One of my last favorite movies. Yeah, you got to love that. How many times I've watched that. <laughs> David, I'm sure you've watched it a lot more than I have, though. That's... Recently. <laughs> um, so, Franklin Fixtures. Yeah. yeah. And it's up in Cape Cod, right? And, right. And, I, I, I'm just sticking my voice down. in the room because, Lisa, you hear the excitement. I mean, she's like this all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I absolutely love yeah. it, you know. Going back a little bit, I was working at the Jen Lee Thomas plant, and they hired her company to come in as a management consultant. So her job was to make me a better person, and I think it's a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you did pretty well. I did I did uh, come up a scale here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I respected and loved Lisa. I respected Lisa before I loved her. We worked together quite well, and I said to her, I want to work with you for the rest of my life. And then she started interviewing me. <laughs> Evidently, you did well on the interview. I, I was like, how long is that going to be? I mean, you know, what are we talking about here? <laughs> you know? So, so what, you know, and, and Lisa worked mm-hmm. in corporate or America. I, I worked in corporate and we wanted to work together. And it seemed the best way to do it was buy a company and uh, researched about 300 companies, got it down to 20, got it down to 10, visited them and decided on Franklin Fixtures. And uh, in my career, sadly enough, I had moved seven plants. So I thought I knew what I was doing. So I just figured I'd move that one by myself. But we did it with our money and not corporate's money. And we and, didn't have much of that. And it was, <laughs> it was an education. It's like tough. A, it? A, oh, my oh gosh. it was really hard. And, you know, we didn't even stop and celebrate moving it here because it was just... Enough. It was just such a day by day survival yeah. act, and yeah. so I was, you know, I was in a union environment for twenty seven years. I mean, I can pick up a piece of paper without having a grievance, and all of a sudden, now I found myself on a forklift moving all, everything you saw at the plant. I moved every piece of that. That's amazing. I had to have somebody show me how to use a, a banding machine. I didn't even know. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All so, of a sudden, you're going from one side of it to being the other. Right. And jack yeah. of all trades, having to do it all. And it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I mean, hate to say it in a strange way but it was uh, it was it was definitely a big deal and we both felt we lost a little bit of our soul closing that plant and tried to have it come back and well, hired a few people from that yeah you, know. you hired some people my fr- from- all my first hires were from that plant you got franklin fixtures you, you brought it from cape cod mm-hmm. you brought it to cookville you're down on maxwell street down on maxwell street uh, and- nice building in there but i didn't know your story i mean we didn't i don't remember a fancy ribbon cutting. there was there nothing was it. I mean, we were surviving there was nothing and we we, we, what we have done, I mean, a low key way, we've we worked with. Well, you wanted, we both wanted people development was our thing. Yeah. You know, we wanted people to have good and good paying jobs. And there are a lot of people who want to and need to work with their hands and see what they made at the end of the day. That's important to them. So to transform something and then make something that was good for the community. So we started working with a couple of recovery houses. Mm-hmm. We're known as second chances. You know, that's big to us. Yeah, and she says people, you know, people development. That's how we judge our success. You make a mistake, but you get a second chance to. Right. And some of their stories are, are, are really heartbreaking and how they ended up in that halfway house. I mean, we have teachers who were in accidents and ended up addicted to opioids and buying it on the street when the doctor cut them off and got caught. Now they have felonies, and it's, it's sad. And I have found myself at court as a character witness and I am more nervous than they am because <laughs> I feel like if I mess up they go to jail you know? and I know that's not true but that's the feeling behind it but they're it. so proud of themselves and I'm so proud of what they I mean since we moved the plant we've improved by about 482% the crew that we have and today it's absolutely flipped there are seven jobs for every person so a lot of people are having trouble finding people yes. we don't 
because people like they have a lot of family working and people are recommending and it's like a family they like taking pictures of what they did at the end of the day yeah. it's it's really we love this group of people we're getting to work with so it's we now have 48 49 people who are working in the Franklin fixture side and it's really exciting it's amazing what you can do in a little plant and you're shipping product all across the all United across States. well well in Canada to Puerto Rico Canada, the Gulf Puerto to Rico. the Great Lakes yeah. uh, they, we do ship to California and Oregon and Washington Washington. The only difference there is I have my drivers fly back and just run a truck one way. That is amazing uh, story, success story. And that's just the beginning of the show is about some of those success stories we've had here in Putnam County and our surrounding communities. I have got as my guests today, I've got David and Lisa Urich. They are the owners of Franklin Fixtures and U.S. Pillars. I've got Cameron Rudd and Zach Buckner. They were with Horman North America, the garage door company here, one of the largest in the world that are here in our community now. And we're talking about some success stories with Franklin Fixtures, U.S. Pillars, and Horman, and how they all came together. But our second segment, Cameron and Zach, I want to talk about Horman. I mean, Horman is a huge company uh, from my research. goes back all the way into the 1930s, I think, and it's a German company. German company, yeah. So, Cameron, how'd you get hooked up? I know you're a Tennessee Tech graduate right. here. How'd you get hooked up with that? So I, uh, I went to Tech, started in the late 90s, and uh, when I came to Tech, I... Uh, through various reasons, decided to take a dual path. I did a mechanical engineering in German as my degrees. I got bachelor's degrees in both. And as I neared the end of my college time, I started you know looking for jobs with obviously with German companies, yeah. with that being an advantage for me. And uh, I ended up you know hooking up with Herman. They had a uh, facility in Bonnor, Tennessee at the time. We had less than twenty employees. It was basically an importing business in those days. And the uh, as luck would have it, the IDA show, which is the largest uh, trade show for our industry, was in Nashville that year and my resume had landed on Mr. Herman's desk and uh, so he uh, set up an interview we met at the Outback Steakhouse on uh, Interstate Drive oh, wow. had my uh, job interview and then the next week he contacted me and said I don't know what I'm going to do with you but I'd like to give you a job <laughs> and, uh, and so I uh, you know so I started with with them in Von Ouer, Tennessee and this is back you know early 2000s uh, the housing industry was hot you know yes. the bubble was inflating yeah, getting ready in uh, 2006 we purchased a, uh, a competitor of ours located in Chicago and when that happened I was uh, more or less voluntold that I was going to Chicago <laughs> and that's where I ended up and then uh, a couple years after getting there of course the economy crashed and I always say that I was sort of stuck there yeah uh, there wasn't really a lot of uh, other opportunities but you know we were blessed we were a great community we, we really enjoyed living there my wife and I you know I was able to work through different positions Positions. And by 2000, about 2014, 2015, I was you know, blessed to move into the position of the president of the company. Yeah. So I had a factory in Chicago. We closed the Tennessee facility back in 2010. And then we had our uh, sales centers. And I went to the owner and he's like, uh, what do we need to do to take this company to the next level? And I said, well, we really need to expand and we cannot expand here. We're landlocked where we were at. Right. We did two things. We purchased another competitor based in Tacoma, Washington, or Puyallup, Washington. And so we started sort of integrating that business in, and then at the same time started looking for a site to build. And uh, with my connections with Tennessee, Tennessee was on my short list. Kind of went through the process. That was an entirely new process for me. I'd yeah. never dealt with uh, economic you know, development. Yeah. Economic development was an entirely new world, a very fascinating world. It was a lot more complicated and difficult than I anticipated it to be. You know, I, I sort of assumed, you know, here comes the big company with, uh, 
money saying, hey, I want to invest in the whatever company. Wherever all the doors con- open. Exactly. All, all the doors open, you. the red carpet yeah. rolls out, and you just yeah. go where you need to be. That did not work that way uh, <laughs> that I found out. And, and that was and it became a lot more complicated. You end up with the politics of different regions. You know, we found I ran into communities where the county mayor and the city mayor didn't really get along yeah, very get along. well. Yeah. Yeah. And so you ended up having a, and different interests and in how things would work. And through that process, I sort of ran into Zach. Zach was at the Highlands at the time. And so he kind of helped me find some locations here locally. And that's, you know, we started that out. So maybe from your side, you could tell a little bit on the... Yeah, when we so Zach, uh, we can thank you for for absolutely not, here. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. No, I'm just I was just the marketing guy. But yeah, but you were at the chamber and you were involved mm. with all the economic development uh, before you you took the position. Yeah. Right. with Herman and uh, and so I remember meeting Cameron and we started the process and he's looking at sites and so the person. Thing I remember was just looking at the site down at the Baxter Correct. exit. Where we out. called it the old racetrack. Yeah, it was the old there racetrack, yeah, racetrack exactly, there yeah, for exactly. years. And so we thought it was a perfect location, Zach. <laughs> right, right. We, we got down, we got to look in it. Everything looked great except for one thing. The darn cell tower. A cell tower. <laughs> it got us you every time. A 200-foot cell tower would not be that big a deal, and oh that we gosh. could get the cell company to move it in one direction or another where we could make your plant fit right. on that. Little did I know, oh, man. the county mayor didn't have the power to do that, Zach. I, no. I, don't, I don't know that anybody I'm had sure the, the power president of the United States could have No, done. I don't think no. he could have made any headway. They I mean, did. how many economic development deals did we basically lose or see go away because, because of that cell tower? Because of that cell tower. Yeah. And wow. I always thought that yeah. the, it would just be an easy thing that the company – we even offered to build them a new tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And funded and, uh, everything. Funded yeah. and, and everything. The state even did. Yeah. I, mean, I had conversations with the state, and the state, they couldn't they force that either. They wouldn't even talk about so, it. You know, well, they, I mean, I guess with deep in a pocket, you can do anything. But there's also the point of it doesn't make sense to do it, right? right. It's yeah. like, well, you're going to pay, what, $2 million to move a cell tower. It's right. like, well, there, there's got to be other options. Well, so. and that was the beauty is we knew we had to look for other options, yes. right? The great thing about our community is that we are very much partnership-minded. And so mm-hmm. instead of saying, well, we give up. Right. We wanted them here. We wanted them here. Absolutely. We we knew it was a good fit. I mean, I remember we had so many conversations about what is the right type of company to come to Putnam County, to come to the Highlands yes. region. We don't want just any company to show up. We don't want a bunch of cut and sews or whatever. Right. We, we want to make sure that people can land good paying jobs and that we can look at them and say, we attracted companies that care about you. So we knew Herman was a good fit. We did. Very quickly. And we were one of those communities. I mean, we all get along great. Yeah. City, county, right. all the right. mayors, everybody's great. And, and so you're seeing a different thing. So, Zach, when we knew that there wasn't the proper property mm-hmm. in, in Cookville or in Putnam County, what do we do? We look to our partners in White County, Overton, right Jackson. Around, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the next thing you know, Denny Wayne steps in and what Denny an Wayne's amazing partner. County executive well, and that, and County. And that was even even Love from our Denny. side. You know, what had happened was we had three finalists <laughs> in the state of Tennessee. It was it was Manchester, Gallatin, and Cookville. At yeah. the time, it was it was Cookville. White County was not even on right. the radar. And we did the sort of tour, you know, and uh, Chamber of Commerce tour around to each community. And I remember uh, having a conversation with Mr. Herman after we had visited Cookville. He looked at me and he said, that is a Herman community. He said, yeah. that is the kind of community yeah. we look to partner with and invest in and grow our business in. I mean, and, and that has proven out to be fact. I mean, you know, fast forward now five years later, this is the North American headquarters right. is right here in the Upper Cumberland. But when he said that, that's the the, the community. 
the next part was what about cell tower? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, now what are we going to do with cell tower? So then it really became from both sides kind of like, okay, well, we found our dancing partner. We just have to find a dance floor. Right. You know, we have right. to figure out where we can actually make this happen. Yeah. And that's, and that was great. And that was something that when we started the process, I never even anticipated. I really just thought, you know, you look around, you think there's farm fields everywhere. You yeah. can put a slap anywhere. Yeah. It is Whatever. not that simple. It's not that so simple. But why can came to the rescue? Denny Wayne, the county executive over there, and we started working together with them. And Cameron, the the property that you're on next to the airport, yes, Cameron Airport that the four municipalities own, that turned out to be the. Oh, it's it's one, perfect. Right? I mean, I, I I I think we miss, especially our marketing guy now here. He misses the visibility of being on the interstate. I think, but um, but certainly the site is is excellent for us. You it know, is. I mean, I, it's it, it, uh, it, it that came through a partnership with TVA. Actually, the actual information of where the site was, yeah. they kind of came forward and said, "Hey, you know, Herman wants to be here. We know this other this other site here is an option." And then, of course, you just can't say enough good things about Denny Wayne Robinson. I mean, yeah, yeah, Denny yeah, Wayne yeah. is unbelievable. He's, good, yeah. he's unbelievable. You know, leader for his county and he, he just whatever we needed direct line communication even to this day honestly if we have a mm-hmm. if the power blips a little bit and we get a brown out next phone call i gets from denny wayne you know did you lose power i'll get on it you know? so, uh, so he's uh he's incredible and, yeah, well so. and the smaller the county the more duties that county mayor has oh yeah I absolutely mean, uh, it's amazing that the calls that you get so he's he's very economic development oriented yeah. and he's oh and i I, I can tell you a quick story about him he, we're not in the industrial park the industrial park yeah. across the street yeah. and they had a uh, they had funding from the state to extend a sewer line mm-hmm. and that sewer line because it's state money a lot of red tape was attached to it but Fitzgerald had already moved in and it was going into an overflow tank and Denny Wayne was driving out there and pumping that tank out Personally. by himself yeah. yes yeah I can't believe that that just blows my mind that yeah. you have a county mayor that loves his community enough to be willing be to do that you know he was behind the scenes helping us too when yeah. we were trying to yeah. find and we tried to locate in that industrial park that was one of the first yeah. places that we looked at moving to. Yeah. So we ended up in Cookville right. and we're looking in White County. You ended up, you were looking in Cookville and ended up in White. So yeah. Was, yeah. that's, that's yeah. kind of an interesting right. flip. Well, it just shows how the communities get along. And yeah. If they couldn't be in Putnam County, we want them in White or Jackson or one of the surrounding counties. We want to make sure you stay. And Hormons is a great success story too, coming here and, and you have definitely added to our community. And today's show is all about success stories specifically in manufacturing and we've got some great ones here in Putnam County but when you hear these stories they all come together in a great ending our first part of our segment we were talking about Franklin Fixtures with David and Lisa Urich and the great story that they have of bringing that company here second part segment was with Cameron Rudd and Zach Buckner of Herman North America Garage Door Company and about how we brought them to Cookville and Putnam County and White County and wound up in White County and the great success story there now we're going to as they used to say here, the final chapter of the story, the rest of the story, mm-hmm. how these two companies came together and created a whole new company that's going to be flourishing here in Putnam County. So, Cameron, U.S. Pillars, we just yes. announced it. Right. Taking one of your lines of wooden garage doors. David and Lisa are going to be manufacturing those at their facility. U.S. Pillars is going to add, I think, about 50-something new jobs, a million-dollar investment. But how this came about is the key, I think. It's a great story. Tell us about how you two got together and how this sure. idea came so about. Sure. So we had, um, shortly after moving to the community, then I was invited to do the Leadership Putnam Program, which is run through the chamber. For those of you unaware of that program, it's 
basically a, a meeting each month that gives you sort of an inside look of how the county operates or the, the community operates. So you emergency services one day, education one day, and it's a more or less a year-long program. And then through the process, you get to learn and get to know people in the program that are doing it with you. It's a very good networking tool, I think, for the community as well. And so we signed up and I say we, my wife and I did it together and uh, we met Lisa and Dave. We were one of the few folks there that were actually husband and wife doing it at the same time. So mm-hmm. I think there was a kinship there out of the gate. We got to know Lisa and Dave through the process and around the same time, along the same timeline, we internal at Herman, I had referred to the the plant out west uh, earlier south of Tacoma, we were discussing discontinuing our wood door production line. And it's been a very difficult, hard decision to get to that point simply because it is a profitable product. It is a prestigious product. It's the face of so much of our marketing because it's absolutely gorgeous product. But we're in 280,000 square feet there and we're busting at the seams and we needed the square footage. And so we're kind of going back and forth. And we had the opportunity to tour Franklin Fixtures and see the facility and how it works. As I was walking through the operations guy in me, is my mind is turning. I'm yeah. thinking, wow, there's a lot of similarities here. They're working with wood, the pride that the people have in what they're doing, the craftsmanship component to it, then the nuts and bolts of the process. You know, they're taking it into a work cell where you have an individual that's doing all of the assembly and all of the work on their own. And then, as Dave said, they step back and take a picture of it. And there's this sort of aha moment. I did this, you know, and that's a different type of manufacturing than, you know, most, you know, uh, mass production. And so I invited Lisa and Dave to to come to the plant, talk to the CEO and, and said, look, you know, before we make an announcement, I think I got an idea. Let me talk to some people and see if there's an opportunity to maybe salvage this. And uh, so brought uh, Lisa and Dave in and, and showed them around the facility in Sparta and then uh, sort of sprung it on them and said, look, I think this could be a product line if you're interested in taking on. And then, uh, you know, they, Dave kept saying, okay, you're saying we want to start dating. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make a commitment. <laughs> So I, so I invited them on a date to, to Washington, um, and uh, so they, they came out at West, and we walked through the facility, and we looked at the process, and, and Dave was like, I'm liking this. I think this is something that we could that we could get on board with. So we just sort of started working in that in, along that vein, and mm-hmm. taken a while. It's been a year, but, you know, as you said, we made the announcement last week. We finally fully transitioned the entire product uh, line here. It's being manufactured now in Cookville, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we're looking forward for great things going forward to be able to, you know, put the product in the hands of people that are going to love it and are going to, to put that pride into it and bring the product to market the way that it really should be brought to market that we just weren't in a position to do uh, any longer. So, David, did you think when y'all got into Leadership Putnam that it was going to open up a huge door for well, you? I've always had trouble with networking because I don't golf. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was... I was pretty blown away when when Cameron came to me about it, and I wanted to make sure if I committed to it, I was going to do it. I'm one of those people, if I say yes, it it happens. Mm -hmm. So we did take a little time, and I kept asking myself, why do do we want to do this? What what, what is our motivation? And I am asking myself that and getting the answer. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean, mean, straight up. It's not a financial reason for me. It is a diversity in our organization. Yeah. You know, you got to worry about recessions and, and all of your eggs in one basket. So it's got that advantage. And I'm learning about exotic hardwood. I didn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a learner. So yeah. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And then yeah. Lisa, she's 
she's not a wallflower in this deal here. So, uh, what you well, I, I love seeing it's a different type of product yeah. because it is hardwood yeah. and it is different than we're making with the shelves and say a whole different process, whole different type of product. And it's been cultivated by people who care a lot about it in Puyallup and for 50 years. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're really proud of it. And our mission when we started down this road was to bring as much good business to this region as we could and as much rich business. So it was just, it felt like a divine thing. It felt like, you know, a God opening yeah, a door saying, door. here's an opportunity to continue another great business and to do it with care in a way that the people who've cultivated can be proud of. You know, they're letting go of it slowly. They're coming over here and <laughs> teaching us because they've really been doing it kind of in an island as the sea of metal doors has yeah. really high tech and really everything around. This island is still... Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's definitely. kind of old well, school. The, it's the pen and pencil. It's called the Heritage Series. Right. And I, I think that's really important. It doesn't get lost in us because you guys are honoring the heritage of that wood door line again. Yeah, absolutely. Right? These guys on this line in Puyallup had done this. Well, that's for the heritage of the years. garage door industry. I mean, yeah. garage doors were wood for yeah. the longest for time. They were yeah. wood doors. And yeah. steel doors didn't come around until the 70s and they've right. kind of taken over, you know, to a large degree. But, you know, there are definitely people out there that want that old school yeah. quality, you know, hand crafted product and really that was the hard part for us is that you know it was a profitable business but we just couldn't put the love into it that mm-hmm. we that we were able, that really needed and well and, us pillars right and, and, it, and one of the things that really sold us on doing this is that we really <clears throat> we admire cameron and his team and there's a trust there that mm-hmm. i think goes both ways mm-hmm. so are you married and, now david you well, <laughs> well we're no they're married we're, no we're married for sure. I, I think officially we're we've tied we're family now we've tied a knot we are family now we're family we're fully family and then uh with the bookstore you know it's the type of thing that we bump into cameron at the oh, bookstore yeah. and his yeah. wife and his kids and mm-hmm. and and it, it, it's a family thing it's and i feel like it's family with all of our customers yeah our bookstore customers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we make friends with them, and how it, how much you know this is perfect. Well, well and, the, and a lot of folks don't know. Oh, they may know. You own plenty of downtown book well, shop, uh, bookstore, bookshop, uh, on West yeah. Broad. We used a great, uh, great atmosphere and a great place. And I don't know how you all do it, but just <laughs> that we moved. Well, we got a lot of we got a lot of people oh, who are doing a lot of good right? things, yeah. you know, and and we just try to be a part of that stream. Yeah. But yeah, Franklin had a had a baby sort of uh you know a, yeah. a, a non-profit that is in the heart of cookville because started out on spring street, uh, started on spring street seven yeah. floods later we got a sign <laughs> <laughs> we said it's maybe time to move on to broad so no, we moved no, you had, you had plenty of spring plenty of spring <laughs> on spring <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we, we moved it, and it's it's a beautiful store. It's a beautiful place to, to get back to the community. These wood doors that we're getting to make, they're not only beautiful, but they're strong. We hope to see them expand all over the country and be Zach's leading that charge. And it's really an exciting time to both be making things and helping people yeah. read and develop and helping us, us just be a stronger, better community. Well, y'all are some great success stories. I mean, three or four of them here with with your business with Franklin Fixtures and then Herman coming in and Zach you joining Herman and right. helping us bring it all together and then now you creating this marriage with, the, with all this and the bookstore and 
It's just great success. Let's change it to family. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, that's, that's, honestly, yeah. And y'all are great community leaders, too. I yeah. mean, I, I look at you, and congratulations on most in, influential people. You're on the cover. Well, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm proud to be in the It's a good looking we're, 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 we're the surprise. You know, we're, we're the surprise in that thing. No, but great, great you are community. wonderful. And thank you so much. This is my mom's favorite show. Well, absolutely. well <laughs> yes. Hey, mom. There we go. See, I told you. <laughs> Thank y'all for being on the show. I appreciate Thank what y'all are doing for our community. I look forward to working with y'all in the future. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you Mayor. And that's our show for this week. Hope you join us every weekend for today in Putnam County on all the Zimmer family radio stations. I'm County Mayor Randy Porter. Hoping you have a great rest of your weekend and may God continue to bless Putnam County. You've been listening to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter.